0: In episode 50 of the Speak Like Me podcast, Chris and I talk about a lot of shit, including my crazy motorbike ride, some rude Americans in hostels, and how to talk about moods in a few different ways. Hope you guys enjoy. All right guys, welcome back to episode 50 of Speak like me English. I'm Jacob from England and I'm Chris from Australia. And we are your excited English teachers from a distance. One of us in Australia, funnily enough not yeah. the Australian one and the Australian yeah. is in, in Prague. <laughs>
1: How you doing over there Chris? Uh, pretty warm. Pretty pretty freaking warm, dude. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> about this. Like it's like pretty uh...
0: warm in Prague right now, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been like uh, above 30 quite a lot. Um, on Saturday, it's going to be like thirty-four, thirty-five, wow. maybe even thirty-six, okay. something like that. So yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a, uh, getting uh, getting getting quite warm, and there's still like you know a month and a half of uh, warming up to be done. Uh, right? So, yeah. yeah,
0: that's crazy. Yeah,
1: because uh,
0: here it's the opposite. It's I think seventeen mm-hmm. degrees here, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. not warm at all. I'm I'm still sat outside in a t-shirt, and it's quite nice. Like it's nice and sunny. But it's yeah, it's not warm for sure, because uh, sure. this is like the well, like, middle of winter over here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it, when it gets to fifteen or sixteen degrees in Prague, <laughs> it's like oh, t-shirt weather, amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're out in the sun and it's not too windy, like it being like even like thirteen, fourteen degrees, it's like oh, I might be able to get away with wearing a t-shirt. Well, that's uh, a nice one right now.
0: Yeah. Do you want to uh, explain
1: um, that one? Yeah, yeah yeah something again something that we've explained before a couple of times but uh, it's always good to talk about it again um so to get away with something is to do something and like not be punished for it or not feel the negative consequences mm-hmm. of it like mm-hmm. so to get away with a crime is to do a crime and not be punished for it yeah right uh, but we can use that for very very general things like going outside in only a T-shirt and not feeling the negative feeling of being very cold, right? I can get away with only a T-shirt. I cannot be punished for only wearing a T-shirt. Exactly. No negative consequences. And it's a phrasal verb. It's a verb made of more than
0: one word. And phrasal verbs are always followed by ING. This is one of the things we learn in our Essential English course. Um, So you can say things like, I can get away with wearing a T-shirt, and if you want to make yeah. it negative just put the word not before the verb with ing you can get away with not wearing a jumper and you'll still be okay. Yeah. It's quite a nice yeah. quite a nice thing. Um, yeah,
1: it is cr- crazy that like yeah so in uh, where uh, sorry where are you you're in the gold coast I'm in the gold coast right now yeah. Yeah 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 sure. Um uh, yeah so you're saying it's like 16 17 degrees there like it's the same in melbourne this is the middle of winter in, like, that's a half to be expected in, in the Gold Coast, you know, a bit closer to the equator. Yeah. Um, it's a bit warmer. But, like, in Melbourne, in the middle of winter, like today, it's 16 degrees. Um, is it? Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday oh. is 16, uh, 16 that's degrees. Not too bad. In Melbourne, in the middle of winter, that's, okay. that's like very warm.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's always like that, is it? Because everyone was saying no. it's super cold down there.
1: Um, well, okay, look, super cold by, like, Melbourne or Queensland standards, mm. you know? You need to understand that for Queenslanders, anything below, like, 22 is, like, oh, this is freezing, it's so cold, how does anybody live like this? Yeah. It's like, dude, it's 20 degrees, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 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 That's that's just how it is. But, like, even for me, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, remembering incorrectly, but it being that warm in the middle of winter in Melbourne, that's it's too warm. Like, it yeah, should be yeah. below 10, I feel. Yeah. I, I, I really feel like the daily high should be below 10. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, anyway. All
0: right, guys, sorry about that mm-hmm. technical difficulty. So uh, suddenly Chris just froze on my screen, but apparently he can still see and hear me. But it's fine. We'll survive. Um, so, Chris... Uh, I just told you before the, before we started recording, I had a bit of a crazy day uh, getting getting here today. Um, can I just give you a quick update as to what was going on?
1: yeah, please tell us all about it yeah
0: so um so oh yes yeah, so i 've got many things to tell you so in our last uh, podcast, I was in Cairns in the the n- far north Queensland, where it was lovely and warm. And then I decided for some strange reason to come down to Gold Coast, which is about two hours south by plane. Um, so obviously, it's a little bit colder, not super cold. but And the reason I decided to come down here is because there's loads and loads of language schools in Gold Coast. Um, because loads of people come over from Japan, they come over from Latin America to study English for a few months, because it's like winter time in Japan and Latin America, I assume. And it's a bit warmer here. So I wanted to sort of check out the schools and see what well, they're like. Well, it
1: would like. still be summer in parts of Latin America. I mean, right. like in yeah. Brazil, for example, like it's going to be summer there. It's the same because they're in the Southern Hemisphere as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it would only barely be winter in Central America because mm-hmm. uh, it's only just barely north of the equator, but it's very equatorial. Anyway, sorry, continue.
0: Yeah. So um, so I flew down um, and that was on our Instagram stories, by the way. Did you, did you see that one? To fly down?
1: Uh, yeah, I saw a lot of um, <laughs> your <laughs> lot Instagram of stories <laughs> posted on the Speak Like Me page. Yeah. You very much turned Speak Like Me Instagram into a travel blog for you.
0: Well, actually, uh, yeah, I was thinking about that, Chris. And I think I'm going to change that to put that on my personal one and just put the English related stuff mm-hmm. on the Speak Like Me one. Because I, yeah, I had the same feeling as yeah. you. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll change. So because uh, otherwise, the Speak Like Me Prague Instagram, which all of you are welcome to follow, is going to become a motorbike slash travel blog with just pictures of my motorbike on yeah.
1: there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So speaking of motorbikes, so I flew down. Da- I flew down to the Gold Coast, um, and I went to test drive a motorbike because I found out that you can test drive motorbikes for free, and you have like a free half an hour on a on a nice new bike. So I test drove this bike and unfortunately, I fell in love with this bike the second I sat on it. Um, and I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, fuck, I have to get this bike. It's just, it felt so good. I like, I don't, I don't even uh-huh. know how to describe it. It felt like mine, just f- like after sitting on it for one minute, I was like, it's, the seating position was perfect, the engine felt awesome, it looked cool. And I was like, oh Jesus, I have to do it. Chris is gonna judge me, but I, I have to do it. So uh yeah, I told them, I was like, yep, yeah, I'll take it, I'll take it. So um I got a pretty good bargain, actually, Chris, because I told them I'm like a you mm-hmm. know poor poor English teacher from Czech Republic, can they give me a special deal? And uh so usually the bike would have been um I think eight thousand three hundred Australian dollars. Um uh-huh. they they uh gave me a discount to eight thousand, and I was like, okay, it's not bad for a brand brand new bike. Um, but then I, I also needed uh, a jacket, which is usually 400, a mm. helmet, which is usually 600, and gloves, which are usually 100. So that's another 1,100. But they gave me a, an altogether price of 8,500. So I saved like okay, close to a thousand Australian dollars just because I told them, like, guys, I really want this bike, but I just can't pay any more than 8,500. That's like my hard limit. So just give me what you can for that and um it was actually pretty awkward because then i went to pay for the bike so i you know i put my my check bank card into the into the card reader and uh it said uh-huh. transaction denied payment declined yes. which is everyone's worst nightmare because you <laughs> look like the poorest motherfucker in the world you know <laughs> it's like so embarrassing and i was uh-huh. like i was like i know i have enough money in there so What's going on? And it was really embarrassing because there's like three guys there. they were like ready to, ready to like give me a high fives for buying a bike. And then it was like payment declined. Yeah. And then I found out yep. that in my bank, I have a, a weekly limit of 100,000 crowns. And it was not editable. You couldn't change it. So I was like, how am I going to buy this bike? You know? And they were like, oh, you should maybe go down to Western Union. All right? And there was one Western Union like... An hour away, so I was like, "Oh God!" So I, I went all the way down to Western Union. Get to Western Union, and it turns out it doesn't exist. Like it's on Google Maps, but it's not uh-huh. there in person. And I'm it's in a oh, shopping center, and I'm asking all these people in the shopping center. I'm like, "Guys, it like it says it's right here. Have you heard about this Western Union?" And the, everyone in the shopping in the shopping center was like, "Nope, never. There's never been a Western Union here." And I was like, "What the hell? It's like it says it's here on Google Maps, you know." <laughs> so then I had to go all the way back to the to the motorbike shop, and then I realized, like an idiot, I could have just paid in three installments and just used three different bank accounts, because I have three bank accounts, like personal ones. So I just moved my money sure. around so in between the three of them and did three separate payments. And I could have done that from the shop in five minutes, you know, and instead I spent two hours traveling sure. around to a Western Union that doesn't exist. So <laughs> that was kind of annoying. But yeah, then I got the bike and um if you if you are following me on uh if you are following speak like me, I should say, <laughs> on Instagram, um you would have seen lots of irritating uh, motorbike uh stories. Chris, what do you make of it? Do you like it?
1: Uh it's a cool-looking motorbike. I I don't, yeah. I don't I don't care about motorbike motorbikes very much. Uh yeah. but yeah, you know, it's a uh, it's, it's an old school-ish looking motorbike, so uh yeah. Yeah, you beautiful know, good for old you, man. school design. But uh,
0: mm-hmm. you know, I, I've always I, I've always wanted to buy a bike in Australia and, and drive up drive around, basic drive up the coast. Um, and my my reasoning behind buying it, and maybe that's a good expression to teach. My reasoning behind something. Do you like that sure. one? Sure. Yeah. So your reasoning sure. is like your just is your justification. It's the the reason. <laughs> but it's the, the process of how you came to your reason, right? I think that's a good way to describe it. And we say reasoning behind okay. something. So my reasoning behind getting well, a new What about thought bike,
1: process? That's something that I yeah, say a lot.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah. You
1: mean like as a synonym of this, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My thought process yeah. with this is like, well, I started off with this, which logically concludes to this, which logically concludes to this, to this, to this. And then that's yeah. how I came to my conclusion. Yeah, My thought process behind this was...
0: Yep, so my thought process behind or my reasoning behind um, getting a new bike was firstly it comes with a th- uh, three-year warranty and uh, pickup, uh, like breakdown. If you break down somewhere, anywhere in Australia, they'll come and pick you up for free, which I thought was pretty nice. Wow. Yeah, and I asked them, was like, really, like anywhere? Like, what if I, what if I'm in the middle of the desert? And they were like, oh, it might take a few days, but they'll they'll get to you. And I was like, oh, I'll be (laughs) dead after a a few days on a motorbike, you know. But I thought that was cool. And the second reason behind buying a new one is they said um, that they would buy the bike back from me when I leave Australia uh, for exactly two-thirds of the price. So I thought that was quite reasonable. So... Mm-hmm. So I ba- I'm going to lose one third of that money, but then I don't have to pay for you know flights or uh, expensive trains here. I can just drive everywhere, and I'll enjoy it. And all things considered, which is celikovie vzato in Czech, I thought it was worth doing it. So I pulled the trigger, bought the bike, and yes,
1: that All is right, that. good for you, man.
0: And the reason today was so rough is two days ago is when I bought the bike. And I decided I should take it on a test drive to see what it's like, you know. So I decided to drive up to Noosa from Gold Coast. I don't know how
1: familiar you are. But do you, you know where Noosa is, more or less, Chris? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I know it's in Queensland. I know it's a yeah. tropical-ish holiday destination. But uh, yeah. other than that, not much.
0: Yeah, so it's it's about... Uh, it's a, it, On the map, it, it looks like it's just above Brisbane. Because there's Gold Coast, then Brisbane, then Noosa. So I thought, I stupidly didn't press the button to see how long it would take to get there. I was like, oh, I'll just go there. It'll be fine. Seven hours later, I was like, fuck. I did not realize it was that far away. <laughs> it took me seven hours um, of riding on these weird back roads because I clicked the button, like, avoid motorways on Google Maps because I didn't want to be just driving on oh, the motorway okay. for seven hours. I wanted to, like, see the countryside a bit. Uh-huh. Um, and also, like, this bike is not really made for the motorway. Um, so yeah it took me seven Mm. hours to get there my ass hurts so much because I'm not used to sitting on a bike for that long you know oh my god it was a really long ride but I stopped off in some cool little like random middle of nowhere villages that was quite cool Um, okay
1: all right. so this is something that I want to pull you up on uh, that I saw in in the story Um, so to pull someone up on something is to like well just tell them about something usually that's like If they've made a mistake. Incorrect or needs their attention. Yeah. Yeah. We don't call anything a village in Australia. Mm -hmm. Like the the, the word that we would use is town, but nobody would say, oh, yeah, I live in a village uh, just outside of um, uh, Brisbane or outside of uh, uh, Caloundra or whatever. Um, Hmm. We wouldn't use the word village at all. Hmm. Uh, It would be town at okay that would be the closest um, that would be the closest thing um some places do use the word shire actually really? uh, like byron bay for example that is referred to as a shire i believe um like we had a, a you know a really it, uh what is a shire sketchy uh sorry what is a shire well, it's like a it's a synonym for like town or like a living area, like locality, right? Like in Lord uh-huh. of the Rings, where the Fro- where the hobbits are from, where Frodo is from, it's the Shire. It's a it's a town or uh-huh. a village adjacent. Like it's a word that means something like that, right? Right. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that sometimes, um, hmm. but most of most of the time, it's just a, it's just a town. Um, okay. so yeah not everywhere in the world uses the words uh uses a word like village to talk about cool. a small place it would okay. just be it would be a suburb or it would be a town
0: because this place it was literally i think four buildings there was like a there was a like a little garage for cars there was a cafe there was a random souvenir shop and a toilet so that counts as a town uh-huh
1: so that's a little, like a little town? Yeah, okay. I guess so. Yeah, like yeah, We're not going to call that a village. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had a delicious, um, like, it was like chopped up slices of beef with gravy in a bun. And it was delicious. I have to say, I'm all about this Australian yep. food. It was so good. And it was like wrapped in uh-huh. silver foil. So there was, really a, yeah, there
1: was a roast beef roll, it sounds like. Yeah, but sandwich. it was
0: kind of different because it was, like, really fresh and it had real gravy in it. Like, it was, like, coated in gravy. And uh, for Czech listeners who yeah. don't know what gravy is, gravy is masovar omarčka, like, meat sauce, basically. And we're, we are all about gravy in England, uh, Britain, and Australia. A- and Australia. Yeah, Australia and, and, and America? England. America?
1: Like, I mean, they... Are they? they? like They like gravy, too, over there. Okay.
0: Okay. Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, they do roast dinners. They do. Um, I didn't know they were as into it <laughs> as. Us. like that. There okay. Or... Yeah. All right. Sure. I have... Sure. I mean, yeah. one of their dishes is called biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Um. And uh, which which Barry made for me uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was amazing. Oh, nice. That's more of a white gravy sauce. What yeah, that's you different. would call white a white gravy, gravy yeah. I believe. Yeah. But uh, they still have other kinds of normal gravy. Like I'm sure you would mm. go to a steakhouse in the U.S. and order a steak and get gravy with it. Like, that oh, yeah, is not yeah. out of the order. Yeah. Or like at Thanksgiving dinner, they're going to make gravy from the turkey, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I just always thought so, that we're a yeah, bit more yeah, obsessed yeah.
0: with it than Americans, but but who knows? Um, so yeah, the food was great. So mm. I drove up to Noosa. And yeah, I think this is what I mentioned on the um, it was on, on one of our reels on Speak Like Me Instagram, about how we use the up and down and across with transport. So you can use it with flying. You can select if you're going down in the country or down Europe or whatever, you can say fly down. So, like we flew down mm-hmm. to uh, Melbourne. If you're going south, or fly up to somewhere else. So, and you can also use it with drive. You know, we're going to drive up, or any kind of transport. You can walk up or walk down. We're going to walk up to Brisbane. Um, so I thought it was nice up and down, and I would say over or across. Like we fl- we flew over to uh, Perth. Is that what you would say, Chris, Perth. or would you say? F- Yep. Yeah, like fly over. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, so up down mm-hmm. over. It's quite nice. You can use it with any kind of transport. So yeah, drove up to Noosa. Um, horrible weather the whole time I was there, Chris. It was like raining the whole time. Really just, dis- I was like, why the fuck did I spend all this like seven hours driving up here and it's just r- raining and cold and horrible? And I was staying in this super posh hostel. I don't know if you saw I don't think I put a story about the hostel, but it was really posh. I don't know. But everyone there was so pretentious, in my opinion. But anyway, um, just, just one thing that happened in, in Noosa is I, I went to the language school there, because there's only one language school in Noosa, and I wanted to see what it was like. So I walked in there, and uh, walked into the management room, and I was like, hey, uh, <laughs> uh, just, wanted, just, just wanted to walk in and see like if you guys have any like, English teaching opportunities, like sub teachers or stuff like that. And the boss was there, the director of the school. And I was shocked, Chris. It was, he was so rude. He uh, like uh, to be fair. I okay. went there without without an appointment, but I was quite polite. I knocked on the door. I was like, "Hey, do you have time? For, do you have five minutes?" And he was like, uh, "Yeah." Who are you? And I was like, "Oh, I'm an I'm a English teacher. I'm going to be in Australia for a while. I'm looking maybe to do some like sub lessons, just to sort of do some in person teaching." And he was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Well, do, do you mind if, if if we talk for a couple of minutes?" And he's like, "All right." So I sit down and he's like, so, do you have any experience? And I was like, well, actually, I, I own a little language school in Czech Republic and I've been teaching for almost 10 years, and, um, and yeah, I sort of gave him my little bit of story. And he was so not impressed, Chris. He looked at me okay. as if I was dismissive, like a 12. Dismissive, perhaps? Yeah. So can you explain dismissive?
1: Sure. So dismissive is the attitude that someone might have when they think that something is not important. It's yeah. like, oh, that doesn't matter. That, I don't care about that. It's not a big yeah. deal, whatever, right? Yeah. Some people might be dismissive about wearing sunscreen when it's really sunny outside, all right? That's yeah. very important, but some people don't care about it. Some people are dismissive about mm-hmm. wearing a helmet when riding a bike, Okay, yeah. um, and then yeah, people might be dismissive about a person's like skills or yeah. uh, uh, experience in something. Yeah. Well, like English teaching, yeah, um, like oh, you just, uh, 10 years experience, whatever, don't care. That's yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit about that. Like that's being dismissive.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was really just dis- strange. His whole vibe was just really off. And so a lot of our listeners will Mm. know the expression to not give a fuck. means you don't care about something. Well, this guy could not have given less fucks about my experience or me running a school or, you know, writing a grammar book, all that kind of stuff. He just looked at me with a a sort of face that, like, he didn't believe what I was saying. He was like, okay, but do you have any qualifications? And he sort of said it with his face. Mm. But do you have... Any actual qualifications, and I was like, "Yeah, well, yeah, I, I have the, I have the, the, the main Oxford certification that you, every English teacher is supposed to have." And he was like, "Oh, okay, that's good." And like, that's the only thing he cared about—like a, a one-month course that I did ten years ago, rather than the last uh-huh. ten years of actual experience. And it was so weird. Yep
1: so i wouldn't because be able to get a i wouldn't be able to get a job with this guy i suppose No, i don't even have that i don't even exactly. have this certification it was
0: so it was so strange and then he was like actually we we really need teachers and i was like okay so i was like expecting him to sort of sell me the school a bit but then he said nothing and i was like okay well <laughs> do you want to tell me a bit more and then he's like yeah we've got all these people and these people coming in and yeah i don't actually really have any teachers for these classes and then he said nothing i was like okay <laughs> well you have a really good English teacher sitting right in front of you. Maybe you should ask me if I would like to do it, you know? And instead, yeah. he, just me, he just looked at me, and he's like, well, yeah. do you have your CV? And I was like, I just told you my fucking life story, but yes, here's my CV. And he's like, all right, I'll have a look to it, and I, I, I might get back to you. And I was like, dude, it was just the weirdest interaction. I was like, so apparently, you're desperate for teachers. You have a very experienced one sitting right here. And you just want to maybe call me later, but you already have me in the room. Yeah, <laughs> he was such a creep. It was like he was like a really strange guy. So I was like, it made me realize actually, Chris, like speak like me. It's not that bad. We have a pretty um, you know, nicer vibe than that place. It was weird, very strange.
1: I would, I would certainly hope so. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, but let me pull you up on another thing, and I'm having a lot I'll of fun keep doing this. Keep pulling me this. up, Chris. Like, keep pulling me up. Yep. Yeah. Well, perhaps one of the reasons why we might not have been so interested in you is if you're using for words like "oh, let me have a look to it" instead what? of "have a look at it." What, what? When did I say that? You said "oh, uh, let me have a." You said uh, okay." You said "I will have a look to it," as in your CV. Did I say that? Instead of saying I will have a look at it, you did say yes. that. Yes.
0: Well, sometimes I like to throw in mistakes so, on purpose to, to at see, home. It, to Do see not if
1: say that you will have a look to something, <laughs> <laughs> you will yeah. have a look at something. Yeah. Sorry. Go that's on, funny because that's,
0: that's something I correct people on all the time, um, and I guess it sort of it's it got its way into my head somehow. Well, that's embarrassing. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so there was that, and then today I d- I drove back from Nusa, um, so I stayed there for two nights because I just couldn't handle the thought of driving back again that's seven hours drove back today and it was maybe the worst motorbike drive of my life it was cold it was like seven degrees and it was like tipping Mm. it down and so to tip it down means uh in czech it's uh, it's um uh like lia jakos konve it's in czech you say like it's it's pouring from a watering can and in English, we say it's tipping it down. At least that's what I would say.
1: Um, in in English, English like we, I, I've never heard that before in my life. Oh, really? Um, okay. Uh, yeah, we would just say it's. We would just say it's pouring. Like, Aww. oh man, it's pouring outside, and that's okay. it. Yeah. All right. So it's pouring or it's tipping it down,
0: uh, and it was pouring. It was s- s- it was crazy, and I was driving down the motorway because I was I. I had, had to go on the motorways on the on the way back to get back quicker. I almost couldn't see; it was raining so much. I was not wearing any waterproof clothes, so I got completely Oof. drenched. And drenched means mm-hmm. um um, mokry, <inaudible> <inaudible> yeah, upłynię mokry or promocjenny, I think it is. I think it's <inaudible> Um But like everything, like underwear, my so my my shoes were full of water. Um, it got through my leather jacket. It was. I was, Could not have been wetter, um, and it was so cold that I was. Literally, my whole body mm. was shaking as I was going down. I was shaking like this down the motorway at seventy miles an hour, and I was like, uh-huh. "This is not safe." Like I don't know how quickly I, if if my hands would even squeeze the brake right now, you know. Um. So I had to stop at a petrol station, a servo as the Australians call it.
1: Yes. And I was.
0: And I was just sitting in this little uh, pie shop in the the servo, absolutely drenched, shaking like a leaf. And that's something we say in English, to be shaking like a leaf. It means you're shaking a lot. Um, And I just felt so... I I was like, I'm still three hours away from Gold Coast. It's so depressing, such depressing weather. But I have to get back for the podcast at four o'clock. So you gave me the motivation, Chris, to keep going. But goddamn, it was okay. just a horrible, Jesus. horrible journey. I've never been that cold on a motorbike before, so I'm definitely not going to do that again. And to make it worse, um, my passport was in my pocket, and my pocket, it turns out, was oh, not waterproof. No. So right now, my passport yep. is wet as fuck. I can show you. So that all the pages, I don't know if you can. You, all the pages have gone all nasty. and uh, No, know, the, like...
1: the, the the camera is not moving very much at all. Oh, so really? I can't really okay. see anything. Well,
0: just imagine a super yeah. wet passport with nasty pages. And that's what I'm working with.
1: Ugh. So, yeah, pretty gross.
0: Anyway, so that was my day. That was my day. How about your last week, Chris? Anything of note?
1: Uh, uh Yeah, it's been really good. Um, It's been quite good. I celebrated my birthday two weekends oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, so Happy that birthday. was quite nice. Thank you very much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What did you uh, do? Yeah, we had a picnic in the park. We went to Stromovka and had a had a lovely picnic. Oh, uh, lovely. Barry prepared some um, uh, some Carolina barbecue for us uh, with mm-hmm. uh, slaw, and she also made um, what is slaw? What is slaw uh, for people well, who don't know? Yeah. So like coleslaw, basically, All right? Uh, Which like is- coleslaw is something that you. Well, probably would be able to get a KFC, or at least you can in Australia. I don't know if I've mm. seen it here, but coleslaw is like a salad. Think of it like a salad um, uh, with like there's uh, cabbage, lettuce, carrots, all cut up very finely. Um, mm-hmm. And what other kinds of things? I guess you would have like, but pink. it's all mixed with mayonnaise, isn't but it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a, th- a very thin mayonnaise. Mm. um uh and I think it's delicious I really really like it uh yeah. but yeah put that on top of the um uh put that on top of the sandwich and it turns out really really nice mm. uh and uh yeah, well strawberry shortcake again which I think I talked oh, about definitely. in the previous podcast yeah uh and uh yeah 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 it was, uh, it was it was great just really it turned out to be a really nice day. Um. Uh, the weather was uh, uh, sunny but not too hot. It just stayed in mm-hmm. the shade the whole time. And, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. It was uh, exactly what I wanted for my birthday party, uh, which was uh, which was great. Yeah, um, glad to hear that. Then That's had, great. you know, a nice couple of uh, uh, days off because of the public holidays here. We actually didn't mm. do much because it was very, very warm, uh, but went to... Um, uh, went to Karlstein and oh, yeah. the quarries around it, like so Mala and Velka America in Mexico. Uh, and that was that was really nice. You know what's great about those walks, about that walk in particular, um, is that it's a really good walk to do on a warm, sunny day because so much of it is shaded. Mm. There's so much of that is like through a forest with really nice... Overhanging trees that provide a lot of shade, and then mm. even when you're walking back on the road, the trees along the road are really tall and, uh, and and provide a lot of shade onto the road. And so, yeah, you're not in direct sunlight for very much of that uh, of that whole trip. Mm. And um, yeah, 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 it's great. So we did that, um, and then actually tonight we're flying off to Stockholm, where we're going to oh Stockholm God. for the weekend. Why? Any re- just yeah. just for fun? No reason. Uh, uh, well, Barry's getting a tattoo from there.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, cool. So you're yep, going as yep, tattoo yep, from support. the same
1: artist that I went to. Yep. Yeah, yeah. From the same artist that I went to Berlin for last. year. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, that's so cool mm-hmm. that you have a you'll both have tattoos from the same person. Is that the, was she from South Korea yeah. or somewhere else? Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is she getting?
1: Yeah. Uh, it is a. You know, maybe I shouldn't. I shouldn't say. Uh, it, maybe it's not for me to uh, to say. Let's just. I'll. I'll, I'll leave it, right, at we'll, it being another video game reference.
0: Okay. All right. We'll, we'll have to get her on the podcast to uh, to show it off. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing a bit of a, a bit of a short episode today because you have to get going. because It's the middle of the day for you. You've got more lessons coming up. You Need some time for lunch.
1: Well, it's the morning. Um, actually, it's only quarter past nine. But
0: yeah. Oh. Quarter past nine. Wow. Okay, that's pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just mm. a couple of quick things I wanted to to mention. Um, I was teaching a mm-hmm. lesson this week because I'm still teaching. All my I'm doing everything the same as I usually do, just from here. And um, I brought up the topic of shit in one of our lessons, specifically how shit is a synonym of stuff, um, which is a yes. synonym of things, um, because a lot of people they kind of know this a little bit. But I found out that a lot of Czech people think that it has a negative connotation, like it's bad stuff or it's bad things, which is not true at all. It's literally just a synonym of stuff. Um, So some examples I wanted to give to all of our listeners is you can say things like, um, I have a lot of shit to do today, and it means I have a lot of stuff, a lot of things to do. It doesn't mean necessarily it's bad things, it's just things. Or you can say, I I usually get more shit done in the morning than in the afternoon. I get more things done. And you can even use it with people's possessions. If you go into Chris's flat and he has a lot of nice things, you can say, wow, Chris, you have a lot of fancy shit, a lot of fancy stuff in here. You've got all the nice shit. And yeah, you can use it for positive things, negative things. It literally just means things or stuff. And I promised this guy, uh, Tomas, from ComApp, that I would mention it because he loved it. He was all about it, and uh, it's just uh, something funny. And then I I mentioned one other thing, which is the shit. If you say like, "Oh man, this album is the shit," it means it's awesome, right? But if you say an album, yeah, and so if you say an album is shit, yeah, go on. It sounds like you're a yeah. yeah. If if Mm. you uh, so the 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 means it's awesome. The shit, like this podcast is the shit. It's awesome. But if you don't say the, if you just say this podcast is shit, it means it's terrible. So that's just like a little extra thing. Obviously not very important for most Czech <laughs> but people then, listening.
1: But... As yeah, well, ahead, if you say that this album gives me the shits, then it goes back <laughs> to being bad. <laughs> if something gives you the shits, it means that it annoys you uh, oh, yeah. and that it is it, it causes discomfort for you because you might okay. have... Um, in a literal in a literal way, like if you, well, something that happens if you go to a place like Egypt or Bali or whatever, is you might get the shits while you're yeah. there, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, need to go to the toilet a lot. So if something yeah. gives you the shits, it's like, it, you know, it, it makes you feel as if you are sick, for example. Yeah, it gives
0: you diarrhea. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't yeah, make, yeah, yeah. yeah. So lots of stuff with shit. But it's, remember, shit equals stuff. When you just use it like, oh, I've got a lot of shit to do. Or let's get this shit done, guys. Let's get this shit done. Let's Mm. let's ujilat these things. Just something I wanted to mention because I thought it was a nice little topic. (laughs) Go ahead. And
1: another thing that uh, I've I've talked about a lot with this. God, it's ridiculous how often we talk about shit. Um, Okay, so... uh, When it is a synonym... I I would say it is more closely a synonym of stuff because both stuff and shit is uncountable. Yep. Okay? Uh, They are... uh uh, they're uncountable things right so you wouldn't say i have so many shits to do today or like oh look at all these shits that are here whatever (laughs) okay it's always singular it's it's an uncountable it's an uncountable Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. the word shit can be countable right but then it is only countable in the context when you're talking about trips to the toilet Okay, so yep. like I had to take five shits today because I got yep. the shits from, yep. uh, from being in Bali. Yep. All right? So if you're using it <laughs> as a synonym of stuff, it is a synonym of stuff in every way, including that it is an uncountable word. Yes. And just to add on top of
0: that... The word bullshit is also uncountable. Lots of Czech people say, Oh, there's yes. so many, I have to do so many bullshits in my job. So many bullshits, but it's not countable. So it's so much bullshit. There's so much bullshit I have yes. to put up with in my job. So that's something a lot of Czech people mess up. So never say bullshits because it sounds pretty bad. Okay. So anything else you want to mention about shit, Chris? <laughs> no, I think I'm, I'm all shit. <laughs> I am all shitted out for the moment. Yeah. Uh, Well, okay, actually, now thinking about it, uh, so the collocation with doing a poo, going to the toilet, is to take a shit. So if you say, I need to take a shit, it means I need to go to the toilet and do a poo. Do a number two is another way we say it. Uh, In Czech, I believe they say, go for a big one. Have you heard that one before? Uh, Yeah, we've talked about it before. (laughs) Pretty funny, yeah. and then just one more thing about shit is you can also use it as a verb and you can change it a bit and say to sh- you can say shat which is the past tense of shit so you can say i shat my pants and it means i pooped myself do you ever say that chris i think it's a pretty funny one
1: uh, yeah that's a pretty common like to, see, to yeah use the word shat yeah. in as the past yeah. tense that's that's pretty of common shit. in australia yeah. i would say
0: yeah it's like oh mm-hmm. my god i shat myself when i saw that <laughs> tiger or whatever <laughs> yeah so anyway I think that's enough shit talk for one day. But I ho- Tomas yep. from come up. I hope you're happy with, uh, with the amount we talked about shit, because uh, that was all for you. <laughs> um, all right, <laughs> so we've got about five to 10 minutes left. Um, to be honest, nothing much else has happened in Australia. I'm still staying in hostels. Uh, this current one I'm staying in is quite nice. Um, but I have noticed, Chris, that I'm pretty old. I'm pretty much the oldest person everywhere I've been. Um, Sure. And do you know what? All the words that Lucy taught me are actually used. People, all the 21-year-olds Yes! Here,
1: <gasps> That's what crazy. we've been saying. Every it's time crazy. you're like, oh, no, it's not used. Well, who says that? Nobody says that. That's what we've been telling yeah. you this whole time is that, actually, yeah, yeah, it is used. I had you're had to just text way Lucy. too out of touch with the youth.
0: Oh, I am. I'm so out of touch um i i always forget the boots the house down one boots the house down which means look or dress very well i think um i heard that one used i heard mother used as well which i i think it means like a like a bad bitch but like in a in like a i i, I can't even know, i don't even know how to explain that one but yeah i'm i'm cap everything is cap which means it's a lie all that crazy stuff we learned with lucy it's it's you already knew it you learned it <laughs> yeah, yeah, you knew it already, but that's because you hang out on the internet. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, so there's this one girl who, who was in my room um, in this hostel, this American girl. She was like 20 years old. Um, and I, to be honest, I think I've never met a more rude person in my life. Um, so I go into the room and I'm quite friendly. She's on a bed. There's another girl talking about, hey guys, how's it going? And she's like, "Yeah, we're fine, whatever." Um, and then I start, I start putting my stuff like on the bed, you know, and then she turns to me, and to turn to someone means you turn your body towards them and look at them. Then she turns to me, and she's like, "You know what? You have a really fucked up, serious vibe. Why are you so serious?" <laughs> and I was like, "All I had done okay. was. P- I had said hello in a friendly way. How you, d- how you guys doing? And I started putting my stuff on the bed. And she's like, you have such a fucking serious vibe. And she was, like, basically shouting. I was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> I sort of joked about it. I was like, well, I am 30. You know, I've, I've seen some shit. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but you just don't seem like a fun person, just, like, based on your first impression. And I was like, this is such a rude thing to tell someone <laughs> you straight seem like away. A like a bit
1: of a bitch on your first impression. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, oh, you're the one being crazy, yeah. Um... And then she was just being, like, annoying the, the whole time. Then she leaves, right? I do my. I go on my trip up to Noosa. I have to stay in that hostel in Noosa. I walk into my room, and who's there? That same girl. In oh, this, my God. In the same room. And there's, like, what, 30 rooms in that hostel? And she just happened to be in the same one as me. Remember? Happened to be? Happened to is about coincidences. She happened to be in the same room as me. But She was like sat on the bed, right? And I sort of I hadn't looked at her yet. And then I hear this really loud. I I sort of like I looked at her for like a second, didn't quite recognize her. And I sort of started like doing some other stuff. And then she was like, What the actual fuck? Like, and I was like, uh, excuse me? And she's like, You just looked at me and didn't even say hello. And I was obviously in the same hostel as you last night. Like, what the fuck? (laughs)
1: And so why like, didn't you say hello to me <laughs> that's what
0: i said i said you looked at me and didn't say hello either like because i wasn't 100 percent sure it was you like because faces get fuzzy you know when you only see people for five minutes so i was like it looked very similar but i wasn't sure enough and i was like you you didn't say anything either she was just so crazy oh my god so anyway she, and then she was just being <laughs> really annoying um for the rest of the time but just wanted to mention that these young people are you know But also, I met this really cool, um, yeah, I think he's in the room right now, this uh, gay guy from China called Jason, Um, super cool dude, he, like, came over here from China to try and get a job in fashion. He's, like, a super fashionable guy, and he's turned his bed into kind of like a. I don't even know, like like a temple, basically. I've never seen anyone turn a bunk bed into such a beautiful place, Chris. He's got, like he's got frankincense in there or t- something that you burn to make the nice smell. He's got special chinese lanterns. Sure. He's got like special so lights. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Incense. Yeah. It's just an amazing. He's got a hammock in his inside his bed for his feet, a foot hammock. He's got fucking everything. Okay. And uh I just had to like mention it because it's just so it's so freaking good. So you meet interesting people on these trips, you know. <laughs>
1: uh huh. All over, the, good, all over bad. the place today.
0: Yeah, some good, some bad. Chris, should we actually teach people something in this episode?
1: I think so. We didn't. We didn't the last episode, and might not even have the previous episode before that. Yeah. So, should we do? Uh, a, um, yeah, yeah. I think we should. Should, should we do English and
0: useful things? One from the blue leaflet. Sure. Yeah, so for those of you who are new Mm -hmm. to speak like me, we're a language school in Prague, and we make English courses specifically for Czech people. Obviously, other people can use them as well, but they're specifically made for Czechs with the translations and everything. And we've got three courses, Essential English, which is all of English grammar, explained for Czechs. Chinglish and Useful Things, which we're going to talk about now, which is those specific mistakes that Czech people make because of translation problems and things that just don't exist in Czech. And then the last course is called Interesting Words, which is a bunch of words that, in our experience, Czech people don't know, uh, but they definitely should know because we use them all the time. For each course, we have a leaflet, which you can download for free on our website, speaklikeme.cz, and it has each topic in a little cute box which just summarizes the topic. We have videos of the topics as well, but we're going to have a look at the chinglish and useful things today. Chris, do you have the leaflet in front of you? I do. Okay, awesome. So today's one is Chinglish 5.4, uh, say and tell, which we've definitely talked about before, right? Yes. I think we've talked about say. So maybe we were, well, basically you tell someone, you, uh, but you say something. You don't use say with a person. You don't say, he said me, or he said Jacob. You say, he told me, he told Jacob. It always goes with a person. And say does not. You say He said that he's leaving. So I think we can skip that one. The next one is Buy and Until. I know sure. We've mentioned that one as well, haven't we, Chris? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know about how recently, but uh, I feel like we have done that uh, yeah. uh, so in I, the past.
0: Yeah. So I think we can skip that one as well. If you want to learn it, guys, it's on our YouTube channel, and also you can download the leaflet at 6.1. In a mood, we've talked about moods. Mm. Sure. Yeah. We've, we've done it before, I think, but... Should we do it anyway? In a mood? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah? yeah It's a it's a oh, right. uh, good one. It's a quick one. There's a lot in it, but uh yeah. you pack it in. So quite maybe we
0: quick. can take, because there's three points. Maybe I'll take the first one, you take the second one, and we can share the last one. So, moods. Sure. Moods, moods, moods. So in English, and actually I've got a little extra point to add that's not in the not in the leaflet as well. So basically in English we say okay. to be in a mood. To be in a a mood. In Czech you say uh, to have a mood, like mam, dobro na ladu, I have a good mood. Very often in Czech and English the difference is that the verb in Czech you use have, in English we use be. So we say to be in a mood. So common sentences would be simple things like I am in a good mood. So it's usually kind of very uh, general things. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a weird mood. um, I'm in a um, contemplative mood. I'm thinking about things a lot. (laughs) Contemplative is a stupid word, but whatever. To contemplate means to think deeply about something. Contemplative is the adjective. And if you want to know the mood that someone is in, you would say, what kind of mood are you in? Because remember, in English, we put the prepositions at the end of the question. What kind of mood are you in? So, Chris, what kind of mood are you in today?
1: Uh, I am... I'm in a pretty good mood. And I'm in a good mood because we're flying to Stockholm tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. What about you? What kind of a mood are you in, Jacob? Oh,
0: I'm in a... I'm also in a pretty good mood. Um, I would say... Not amazing, but happy to be back in Gold Coast um, and happy to be on the podcast talking to you, Chris. Um, And I hope you're going to put some photos on your Instagram of, uh, of Stockholm.
1: I'll try to remember, yeah.
0: That would be awesome. All right, Chris, do you want to take point number two?
1: Sure. Okay. So we, as Jacob just explained, we are in moods. Now, we don't just suddenly get into this mood for no reason, right? We often have a reason for why we are in a mood. And to talk about this reason, uh, we say that something puts us in a good mood or a bad mood. And that Mm. thing that puts you there is the reason why you are in this mood. Okay, so I could say something like traveling to other places puts me in a good mood. or And so traveling is the reason why I am in a good mood. If I miss a tram, then I will be in a bad mood. So missing public transport connections puts me in a bad mood. Mm. Right, so that is the reason why I am in a bad mood. So, yeah. what is something that puts you in a good mood, Jacob?
0: Um, getting very nice reviews on Google for Speak Like Me always puts me in a good mood. And um, I don't know if you got the email, Chris. Uh, so, everyone who downloaded one of our leaflets, our free leaflets, got a nice email asking for a review on Google. And a few people actually gave us some, and they were really nice. So thank you to those people who gave us some reviews on Google. And if you haven't done, feel free to do it. Type in Speak Like Me, give us a review on Google. That would be awesome. Makes us very, very happy. And it puts me in a fantastic mood. Chris, what is something that always or tends to put you in a
1: outgoing mood? Um, oh god what puts me in an outgoing mood uh, well maybe like nice weather yeah yeah mm. seeing that it's nice weather outside and uh, that uh, there are things um, that there are activities or uh, events on uh, around the city that uh, mm. if I see that that puts me in an outgoing mood lovely
0: All right, so let's get to the point number three, and then it's time to wrap up, and wrap up means conclude. Um, So that's, I'm in a good mood, something put me in a good mood, and the last one is to say, I'm in the mood for something. So you'll notice a difference, this is now with the, the previous ones were a. Now this is used when you want to talk about the specific mood that you are in, and what you want in that mood. For example, you can say, I am in the mood for pizza. And in Czech, this would be, "mam chut na, pizza. Um, and it can be foods and drinks, like I'm in the mood for a beer. I'm in the mood for a pizza. It can be with a verb. You can say, I'm in the mood for having a pizza. For is a preposition, so followed by ing. But it can also be actions. I'm in the mood for doing another podcast. I'm in the mood for Going to bed early. It can be anything you want. And it's what you feel like doing. It's a synonym of feel like, basically. So, Chris, what are you in the mood for today?
1: Uh, I'm in the mood for cleaning my apartment. I need to clean my apartment before uh, leaving um, for the weekend away.
0: Okay, that sounds great. That sounds great. And for me, I am in the mood for... um, Talking to some random people in the hostel. That's the mood that I'm in.
1: Okay, hopefully not the girl that was... Uh, <laughs> no, she's gone. <laughs> that you've met twice
0: already. God, she's... Yeah, I'm glad she's gone. Um, anyway, and just the last little point I wanted to mention. So we say that like, I'm in the mood for something. Something I've noticed that I say very often is I talk about modes. Not moods, but modes, like settings. So it's a very similar phrase. You can say things like, oh... I'm, I'm really in podcast mode today, uh, or I'm, I'm in teacher mode. And it's like, it's like you have your kind of settings in your brain, and you can be set to different settings. And we can talk about the mode. You can say, I'm in teacher mode. I'm in uh, party mode. And it basically means the same as like, yeah, I'm party in mode the mood. Yeah, I'm in the mood for having a party. But we're talking about a little bit different. It's like the settings inside your head. And we use the party as an adjective. I am in party mode. I am in. Um, and I think the difference there mode. is
1: that, like, you might be in the mood for a party, uh, but then, like, the party starts and you're still like, "Oh, well, the party only just started," um, and I'm not perfectly like (laughs) I'm not partying the way that I should be or the way that I want to just (laughs) yet but once it's like half an hour, an hour, a couple hours into this party you are you're partying the way that anybody would party. And it's like, yeah, I'm in party mode now. This is the yeah. thing that I'm doing. This is the way that I'm <laughs> acting. Um, yeah. I'm acting and behaving as if I'm at a party because I am. So I'm in yeah. party mode. Exactly. And then it might take you a while. The same thing might be at work, right? It's really hard. On a Monday morning, it's yes. really hard to start working. But then yes. by the lunchtime, you're like, all right, I'm in work mode now. I can be productive. Yeah. I can be useful. I am now yeah. in work mode.
0: So it's the settings in your head about what mode, what settings you're on. I'm in work mode, I'm not in work mode. I'm in holiday mode, I'm in party mode. Yeah, I'm in silly mode, whatever kind of mode you may be in. So I thought that's just a nice thing to mention, mood versus mode. All right, guys, so that was our little short, well, it's almost an hour, now uh, episode 50. Um, in Australia, as promised, I did forget to do anything special because I was too busy driving seven hours down the coast, but maybe next time. So, guys, if you enjoyed this episode and want to help us out, the best thing you can do is give us some stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or give us a review on Google and just say what you think about the podcast. You can find us on Google Maps. Just type in uh, Speak Like Me or just on Google Search and click on Leave a Review. And that will really help us out and puts us in a very good mood. Um, All the words that we've talked about today um, will eventually be put into the Speak Like Me app, which you can find on uh, Google Play or the App Store. Just type in Speak Like Me. And we have lots of vocab that you can learn, not just from the podcast, just like loads of words and phrases that Czech people usually don't know but definitely should know. All the grammar stuff. If you want to actually learn with us, you can come to lessons in person. We have lessons in the evening, every day, in our office in Wenceslas Square. And you can sign up for those on the website, speaklikeme.cz. We also do corporate courses as well. So if you're in a company and want to have lessons with us, you can get us in touch with your HR. And all the grammar stuff and everything we also have on our YouTube channel, Speak Like Me. We have little five minute videos of each topic, which take you on a nice clear and organized path to English fluency. We've got videos from all of our courses, the essential English, the Chinglish, the interesting words. So that's a pretty good time on YouTube. So you can go and check all that stuff out. Um, if you have any questions for me or Chris, Feel free to email podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Ask us any grammar questions, personal questions, vocab questions, anything you want, and we'll be happy to read them out on the next episode. You can download our leaflets for free on our website. As I mentioned, they are beautiful, very nice. And lastly, we're also on Instagram, which is not going to become my personal travel page and motorbike page. I'm going to move all that shit over to my my sad personal page, which only has 158 followers. and I will save. I will. I will keep speak like me sacred, just for English grammar and vocab. Sound good to you, Chris?
1: Because <laughs> I know I got bit, me.
0: I got a bit carried away. I just wanted everyone to see my motorbike. I know it was a. I got a bit carried away. Um, Chris, anything you'd like to say to our our lovely listeners?
1: No, just thank you very much for listening. Uh, it's always a pleasure to.
0: All right, Chris, if you can hear me, I'm afraid (laughs) I cannot hear you. So listeners, I'm not sure what you can hear, but thank you for a lovely episode. I'm sure Chris is saying that he had a lovely time and he's looking forward to episode 51, as am I. So guys, thank you for listening and we'll see you in episode 51.